I'm not in your room. Allergies been suffering. Good evening. We're holding now on Daf Lamid Hey Amin Aleph, the third line from the top, the last second, the last word. So we're in the middle of discussing now different drushes of the Malaglim. And the Pasik says, Tayyar says, and they told him and said that we came. So the Malaglim said, the Pasik says that we came, El Aurats, Allah's Asher Shalachtanu, the Gam Zobas, Cholavudvashi. And the Maraglam said that the land that you sent us, it also flows with milk and honey. So Ksiv Fes Kiaz Ha'om. Now it's written also that the people that dwelt there were like very, very strong. They were fierce. So first they're saying that the land was very good, and then Fes Kiaz Ha'om. So first they, they started with Shvach. And even though their point was to actually speak derogatory about the land. So Amr Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon says, which is a simen, emes levadi leviya. This is a, like a simen, which the next few parts, um, the idea of, we're going to see. So Mishum Rameir, he says that what? Kolosh and hara. Sheim by dvar emes betchilah. Say any time a person wants to speak kolosh and hara slander. But it doesn't begin with a, truth, a truthful statement. Ein miskayim b'seifei. So ultimately, it does not stand. Another, whenever somebody wants to make up Lashon Hara, or a lie, or whatever, so if he doesn't say at least some of the truth, then nobody will believe him. So the Meraglim, they said some truth about Eretz Yisrael, that it's a Eretz, the Gamzavas Cholav but the point was, the idea of Ephes Ki that they wanted to bring out the Gnus of Eretz Yisrael. Then the Basak says, Vayas Kalev Esom El Meishan. That Kalev silenced, Vayas, he silenced the people towards Meishan. So, Omar Rabbah, Rabbah says, She Sisam Bidvarim. What does it mean, Vayas? means he persuaded them with his words. What did he do? So, Pasuk Yeshua, Yeshua began when they came back from Eretz Yisrael, and they were all crying. So, Yeshua stood up, he began to address the people. Now, as he was speaking, they said, This person who has like a, a, a head which is chopped off, which like Rashi says, they're referring to that he has no children. He's speaking about entering the land. Like the Mepharshim explained, they thought that Yeshua is just speaking because he doesn't have any children that have to go into Eretz Yisrael. So they thought that he didn't, he didn't really care about the Eden going into Eretz Yisrael. So they said the Komishtoy Armelay Dain. Sorry, so they said Dain Reish Ktiya Yamali. This guy who has no children, he's going to go and speak about entering Eretzisrael. So Omar, so what did Kalev say? If I speak, Amri B Milsavachosmili, then they're going to say something about me as well and stop me from speaking. So Amr Lahan, so he said, Is this the only thing that Ben Amram, in other words, Meshur Abenu, has done to us? So what happened? So they thought that Kalev is speaking to discredit Meshur Abenu. So Ishtiku, they were silent. And like the Rebbe explains, it says, Ben Amram. It doesn't say, why didn't he say Meshur Abenu? should have said, So the Rebbe explains that if he would have said Meishu Rabbeinu, 
So then they're gonna, they would right away jump at him, thinking that he's speaking the Mila. So he used like a, a, a term, like he, he tricked them a little bit, Ben Amram, like Kivyochel, but really it's a very respectful way to speak about Mesha Rabbeinu and to silence them. So Omar Lahu. He then said to them, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Sorry, Ma'ishu Rabbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim. And he split the sea for us. And he also fed us the mana. If Ma'ishu Rabbeinu is going to say, build ladders and climb to the heavens, we're we not going to listen to him. In other words, Ma'ishu Rabbeinu, like the Rebbe says many times, is the Nasiyadir. And by Nasiyadir, we have to have the ultimate bittal to him. So he said that even if Moshe Rabbeinu is going to make us go on, on, on uh, ladders and climb into the heavens, are we not going to listen to him? So Kalev said, we should now go up at once, even to the Shemayim, and we should uh, inherit it and like, possess it. Now, then the Pasuk says, after Kalev um, said about conquering Eretz Yisrael, the Meraglim came back, and they said, Pasuk says that the people, the men that went up there with him, said, we're not able to. The full Pasuk says, they said, They said that we're unable to go up to Eretz Yisrael because Ki, what was the Lashen? They said, They said that he's stronger than us. Which, in other words, that the People in Eretz Yisrael, the giants there are stronger than the Yidim. So Amr of Chanina Bar Papa, Chanina Bar Papa says, "Dover Godol Dibur Meraglim Beisusha." The spies said a serious statement at that moment. What did they say? Ki Chazik Hu Mimenu. They said he's stronger than Mimenu. Rashi takes out the words Altikli Mimenu. Ela Mimenu. In other words, what does it mean from him? They're saying like the homeowner, the Hashem, is unable to remove his belongings from there. Just like when a person gives his kalim to, as a pikadan. So he's not able to take his own, uh, if, if he doesn't give back the loan, he's not able to take back his own pikadan back. So they said, the way that uh, Hashem set up the world, uh, we're not going to be able to uh, defeat the Meraglim. The, the, the uh, giants in Eretz Yisrael. Like the Rebbe says in, 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 in the Kutasichas, uh, that um, obviously the Meraglim knew, what they're saying, that Hashem cannot, uh, cannot defeat, that Hashem defeated, showed the Yidin so many, so many miracles. Hashem can't defeat the Meraglim, the uh, people in Eretz Yisrael. This is nothing. So the Rebbe explains that the Meraglim were telling, telling uh, Meish Rabbeinu that the Eberster is taking us from the Midbar and bringing us into Eretz Yisrael. In the Midbar, everything was higher than Teva. So higher than Teva, Hashem, of course, Hashem will go higher than Teva and make sure that, that the Eden are, are victorious. But if Hashem now wants us to be from Dibur to Maisa, then we should go from Hechef and Teva to Teva. So according to Teva, that uh, the way Hashem set up the nature, Ayid cannot uh, be victorious over these uh, Giants. So what did Meishah say? What, what was Kalev? What was Yeshua saying? That even Ayid in Teva, he's higher than Teva. He's not subjugated by the, the, by the terms of Teva. Okay, then the spies said, It says, it's a land that consumes its inhabitants. So Darash Rava, Rava said, Amr HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Ebeshah said, I intended 
that Eretz Yisrael, that the, that the inhabitants should be, that, that it should appear that Eretz Yisrael is consuming its inhabitants for the good of the Yidin, and they, they consider the proof that it was bad. Now, I, I made the land look like it, it swallows its inhabitants. I meant it for the good of the Yidin. That what? That I intended for the good that uh, anywhere that the spies arrive, the most important of them died, so that the uh, that, so that the people there would be preoccupied with Avelos so and not inquire about the Eden. So Hashem said, I made people, I made them be so busy with funerals that they don't they don't even notice the Meraglim. Other people say, who was the leader then, he died that day. And everybody was preoccupied with his eulogy and didn't pay attention to the spies. So the Maraglam considered this as it's bad. This is a land that consumes its inhabitants. But they didn't realize that Hashem did it for their, for their good. Then the Maraglam said, and we were like grasshoppers in our eyes. And so we were in their eyes. Now, and we were like grasshoppers in our own eyes. The Pasuk says. And we were in their eyes as well like grasshoppers. So I'm going to have a Mesharsha. The Mesharsha says, The Meraglim were liars. They said, we were like grasshoppers in our eyes. In other words, they were insecure. And they felt that they were grasshoppers. Fine, they can say that. But how do they know to say, in other words, they don't know what the, what the people in Eretz Yisrael were thinking. And so we were in their eyes. So the Gemara says, so the, by the Yidin saying, by the Maraglim saying, that v'chein ha'yinu, they're, they're, they're liars. It's impossible for them to know what the people in Eretz Yisrael were thinking. So the Gemara says, v'lohi, it's not true. You have a mavri aveli. When the people in Eretz Yisrael were having the mourner's meal, tu si'arzi have a mavri. They had a meal beneath cedar trees. V'chichazinu, and when the Meraglim saw the, the, the people in Eretz Yisrael, s'liku yosri bi'ilani. And they, ran, they climbed up in the trees and sat in them. From there they heard the Kananim saying, We see people who look like grasshoppers in their eyes. So when they said they're grasshoppers, they were, they were, they were saying the truth. Okay, then the Pasuk says that... Um, and all the congregation, once they heard what the Meraglim said, they lifted up their eyes, and they cried. So, says in the name of The day that the Meraglim came back was the ninth of Av. They wept, a, a, they cried for no reason. And I will establish for them a weeping for future generations. And the Basak says, All the congregation says that, uh, and they said, 
But all the congregation should stone them with stones. And then it says, immediately afterwards, that the glory of Hashem appeared in the Oil Maid, in the Tent of Meeting. So Amr Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, Abba said, It teaches us that they took stones, Eden took stones and they threw it upwards towards Hashem. Then the Bazaar says, And those men who brought out an evil report of the land, in other words, the Miraglim, what happened? Died. They died by the plague before Hashem. So Om Rabbi Shimon Lakish says, that the Miraglim, they died an unusual death. Om Rabbi Shimon Lakish says, that the Miraglim, so he says that this teaches us that their tongues were stretched out from their mouths and fell upon their stomachs. Their, 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 their tongues came to their stomachs and there was like these worms that were crawling out from their tongues and entering their stomachs and like entering from their stomachs back to their tongues now Rabbi Nachman says they died with this death that, uh, that like uh, the sickness that chokes a person to death okay, now the Gemara returns to what we spoke about uh, beforehand yesterday we spoke about the Eden entering into Eretz Yisrael so it says, Once the last of the Jewish people ascended out of the Yardin, so the water returned to its place. As you, as you remember yesterday, there was a machlekes, how high the Yardin went. Either it was 12, mil, 12 or 300. Once all the Yidin, what? The, the, not the Yamsu, the Yardin. The Yardin. This was in the times of Yeshua. So uh, it says that after all the Yidin passed through the Yardin, so uh, it says that it went back to the Chazru Ma'ilim Kaiman. Shinamar, like it says, Vayihi Baloyis Akainim Neis Aurim Brits Hashem, Mitecha Yardin, Nitku Kapis Ragle Akainim Alacharova, Vayeshuvu Meam Yardinim Kaiman, Vayelchu Kismel Shushim Al Kol Gudeso. The Pasuk says, and it came to pass, as the Kainim that, that brought up the Aurin um, of the covenant of Hashem came up out of the midst of the Yardin, and as soon as the souls of the Kainim's feet were drawn up onto dry ground, that the waters of the Jordan returned to its place and went over all the banks as it had done before. So, in other words, the Gemara understands that the Kainim who carried the Aaron stood in the water until all the Jewish people passed through the Yarden. Once all the Jewish people had reached the other side of the Yarden, then the Kainim stepped back from the water and the Yarden returned to its natural state, which we're going to see in a second. Like the Kainim didn't, the Yidin, they actually went through the Yarden. They went from one place to the other place. The Kainim, till now we're learning, is they just stayed, they put their feet in the water, they were carrying the Aaron, and once all the Yidin passed by, it's Mashma that they went back to its original place. So it comes like this Nim to Aaron, Venesev, the Kainim, Echot. So it follows that the Aaron and the people carrying the Aaron and the Kainim were on the side, I should say the bearers and the Kainim were all on one side which is the east side of the Yarden. And Yisrael and the Yidden were on the other side. They were on the west side. Because they went straight. When all the people were completely passed over, the Ark of Hashem passed on and the Kainim before the people.
says, And over this matter, Uzzah was punished. Why? Because he did not take proper care of the Aaron. And when they came upon the, to the threshing floor of, of uh, Kidain, so what happened? Uzi put forth the hand to hold the Aaron. And the Gemara says, Hashem said, Uzzah, Nesan, Nasa, so Hashem said to Uzzah, the Oren carried the people when across the yard. And who was carrying that? The Oren was carrying the people. All the more so, you don't think it can carry itself. So Hashem was very upset, and that's why Uzzah was punished. It says, and the anger of Hashem was kindled against Uzi, And Hashem struck him there for his Hashal means his mistake. So Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar, the machlek is between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar. Chadar mal iske shali. One says Hashem uh, struck him for his forgetfulness. In other words, because he did not remember that the Oren can carry itself. Chadar another person says Shalosu tzrachu b'fanav that Hashem uh, struck him because he he lifted the edges of his garment in front of the. And what he do? He relieved himself in the presence of the of the Aaron. Then the Basak says, and he died there with the Aaron Alikim. Uzi, he entered as it says, with the Ark of Hashem, just as the Ark exists forever, so too Uzi entered Ilam Habo. And the Basak says, David al Ashir Hashem And Hashem was um, was like angry, he was upset, he was displeased because Hashem had broken forth upon Uzi. It means that his face changed colors like bread baked from like 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 it was like black. So his face became like uh, black from uh, from the displeasure. So the Gemara says, Elamahato, is this to say that that every time it says in the Torah, it's referring to it means this as well, that it became like his face turned colors? So the Gemara answers, af. There it's written, af. And the anger of Hashem was, was kindled. Af. Whereas here, the anger af is not written. So therefore, we, it doesn't say af, so we interpret it differently. David, for what reason was David punished with uh, with Uzi's death? Because he called Tera, recalled matters of Tera songs. What did David Your statues have been my songs in the house of my of like my uh, my parents. So Hashem said. In regards to matters of Torah, which Torah we know is very difficult and it's demanding, what does it say? Will you set your eyes upon it? And you're calling Torah like songs? How could you call something like Torah who is such a, it's so difficult and demanding, you're calling it songs? So Hashem got upset and said, <laughs> I will call, he tells David HaMelech, I will cause you to stumble in a matter that even School children know. It says that, and to the descendants of Kahas, he did not give, 
Why? Because they had, their Aveda was Aveda Sakedish. And the EU asked Bagalti. So Alpitera, the people of Kosh are supposed to carry the Aran. Now, and even though the Aran clearly must be carried upon, we said, the shoulders of Kahas, David made a mistake, and he brought the Aran in, Agalta, in a wagon. Now, then the Basak says, When the Plishtim returned the Aran during the period of Shmuel, it says, And he struck of the men of Beishemesh because they had gazed, they had looked upon the Aran. So the Gemara asks him, just because they gazed upon the Oren, that's why Hashem struck them. Why did their actions deserve this punishment? So, one person says that they were punished because when they were reaping their crops and, and, uh, and, and, like, bowing, and like bowing themselves at the same time, they didn't stop and give cover to the Aaron. Chadam Mili Nami Omer. And other people say they also spoke like uh, bad words about the Aaron. Man Omrich, Lahodim Raitim, Man Osa Lochte, Ipaisto, who angered you? In other words, they said about the Aaron so much that you became so angry that you gave yourself into captivity, and who came to you to appease you? Okay, we're holding now Laman Hey Omen Base. Okay. The Pasuk says, Vayach ba'om shivim ish, chamishim elef ish. It says, and they struck of the people, 70 men, 50,000 men. Rabavo of Rebbe Lozer. This is a machlekes Rabavo and Rebbe Lozer. Chad omer shivim ish hayu. Some people say that there were 70 men. V'cholech ha'bechet shochel ka'chamishim elef. And they were equivalent to 50,000 men. Chad omer chamishim elef hayu. And some say that there were 50,000 men. V'cholech ha'bechet shochel ka'chamishim sanhedrin. And each and every one of them was equivalent to 70 men in sanhedrin. Now, with regards to David's journey with the Aaron to Yerushalayim, the Pasuk says, It says that when David HaMelech went with the Aaron to Yerushalayim, and when they, and when they who carried the Aaron of Hashem had gone six paces, and he sacrificed an ox and a, like a, a bull. Umri. Uksiv shiva parim shiva elim. It's also written that he, he, he sacrificed seven oxen and seven rams. So which one did he do? So the Papa says that for every, each and every step that David Melch took, he sacrificed an ox and a, a Marie. What's a Marie? Like a, another type of animal. And for every six steps that he took, he sacrificed seven oxen and seven rams. So Amalei Rechizda, Rechizda told him, "Im kein if so, Malaysis kolaritz Yisrael b'amis. If David Amelach sacrificed an offering for every step that he took, so you filled up all of Eretz Yisrael with b'amis, with 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 the altars, because they had to build a new mizbeach for each uh, for each carbon." Alam Rechizda, Rechizda says, "I'll call sheish v'sheish p'siyis shadimidi. I'll call shisha stanim shosheish p'siyis shiva parim shivelim." That for every six steps he sacrificed an ox and a marie. And for every six steps of six steps, he sacrificed seven oxen and seven rams. Now it's written in regards to uh, Uzi's, that when Uzi died, Ksiv Kidoin says when they came to the threshing, threshing floor of Kidoin, Uksiv Na And it also says Na 
So I'm going to say Kidoin. Yechelen says at first, Arno was similar to like a Kidoin. But ultimately, after the Yidin got forgive, uh, there was forgiveness, it became like a, a, a nochen, like established, a place in the house of, uh, there was establishment where that was a mucker of brachas. Now the Gemara returns to the discussion on how the Aaron was brought into Eretz Yisrael. So you are found saying that there were three sets of stones. One, Maisha Rabbeinu. Uh, erected in the land of Mayev. Shinemar, <laughs> like it says, as it says, beyond the Jordan, the land of Mayev, Mesha took upon himself to expound Be'er. And elsewhere it says that with regard to the mitzvah to put the stones on our evil, it says, and you shall write on the stones all the words of the law, which and we learn from Exodus Shava, Be'er, Be'er that appears with Meishah, and the word Be'er that appears in regards to the mitzvah to write the, the Torah on the stones on Har Eval, that Meishah also wrote, and there was one said that Yeshua erected in Gilgal, as it says, and these 12 stones which they took out of the yard, then Yeshua set up in Gilgal. How did the Jewish people write the Torah? They wrote it on stones. And you shall write on the stones all the words of, of the law. And afterwards they plaster them over with plaster. According to your statement that they plastered over the writing. So how did the nations uh, of the world study Torah? Hashem granted them an extra degree of understanding. And they sent their, their, their scribes and they peeled off the plaster and they copied it down. And on account of this manner, the decree to be sent into the pit of the destruction was sealed. Because once the Torah was in their possession, they should have studied Torah, and they did not study. It's not what happened. Rather, the Jewish people wrote the text of the Torah on top of the plaster. And they wrote below for the Goyim to read that the, that the Pasuk commands the Jewish people to destroy the Goyim. They, they wrote on the bottom... Lest they teach you to do like all halamatashim. This teaches us that if the goyim who lived in Eretz would have done tshuva, the Eden would have accepted them and allowed them to live in Eretz Yisrael. What's the reason of Rabbi Shimon? Because it says, and the, and the people shall be as burnings of plaster. In other words, this teaches us that the nations were punished on account of the matters of plaster. In other words, they did not study the Torah that was written on plaster. Rabbi Yehuda, so the Gemara says, and how does Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that the Torah was not written on plaster, how does he touch up the Pasuk? So he says, Kisid. It means that the Goyim are like plaster. The Ma'asid, just like plaster has no remedy. Do you have to burn it? So by the Goyim, they have no remedy other than burning, in other words, in Gehenim. So the Gemara asks, 
Now the Gemara says, according to whose opinion is that which was taught in Abraisa, the Pasuk says that when you go uh, forth to battle against your enemies, and Hashem, your Hashem delivers them into your hands, the Pasuk says, and take them captives. In other words, implying that there's no obligation to destroy them. To include not only Goyim who are Kananim, but even Kananim that live outside of Chutzaretz, that was that they that uh, if they if they do tshuva, then they're accepted to Eretz Yisrael. Daf Lamid Vav Keman. According to who? Rabbi Shimon. This is according to opinion of Rabbi Shimon, who holds that the pasuk is not referring to the Goyim living outside of Eretz Yisrael because there's no concern that a yid that the Jewish people will learn to be like the Goyim. Um, as these Canaanim are not located in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, let's do our Chazara. All right, so we started off today, um, the third line, Lamed Hay. Um, the Pasuk says that um, they came, the Meraglim came, and they said, that they said that we came to the land, and the land is Zovas Chalavudvash. And then they said, the next Pasuk, they said, ki that the, the people are very, very strong. So Rebbe says, in the name of Rameir, any time a person says Lashon Hara, if there's not some type of truth in there, then it will not last. Then the Pasuk says, that Vayas Kolev, Vayas Kolev Esa'om, Elmeisha, and Kolev silenced everybody. So Rabbi says that he like, persuaded them with his words. Yeshua got up and started speaking. So they said, you, you, Yeshua, who doesn't have any children, is going to tell us about going to Yisrael. So he said, if I'm going to open my mouth, so the same thing's going to happen to me. So what did he do? He started like making like he's on their side. He says, um, Is this the only thing that Ben Amram did to us? So they thought that he's speaking derogatory of Meshach Rabbeinu. And then once he had their attention, he said, Meshach took us out of Mitzrayim, he split the sea for us, he gave us the man, if he's going to tell us to go up the ladders, we're going to go and, and be successful. Then the Pasuk says, said, about, said that um, we can't go up to Eretz Yisrael, and they were saying about Kiviyachal, the Ebrister is not able to fight them. Like once the Ebrister, like we explained, Apiteva set up the, 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 the giants in Eretz Yisrael, they felt that Apiteva they're not going to be able to be victorious. Then they said, Eretz Yechel So Rav says, Hashem said, I did this for their good so that, they, that everybody should be distracted from the Goyim, from the Yidin, from the Meraglim, and not pay attention to them because he was making funeral after funeral. But they took it the wrong way and said, Eretz Yechel Other people say, Eiv died that day and everybody was involved with the Hespedim for him. And uh, they said, oh, it's Eretz Yechel Again, misunderstanding. Then they said, So the Mashashah says, the Meraglim were lying, because how could they say about the people in Eretz Yisrael that they thought that that in, in their eyes we were also like grasshoppers. So there must be liars. So the Mashashah says no, because really when they went up to, when they started hiding from the, from the giants, because they were sitting and eating under a cedar tree the meals of Avelos, and uh, they, they got scared, the Meraglim, so they jumped, they, they crawled and hid in the tree. And uh, the people in Eretz were saying, oh, we see people like uh, grasshoppers in the trees. Then it says, 
So Rabbi Amr Bichman says that day was Erev Tishabov, and Hashem says they're, buying, they're crying for no reason. I'm going to make a Pechil Adetis forever. And then it says that all the congregation said, let's stone them. And then it says, So Rabbi Chia says, teaches us that they were like throwing stones, then it says, So Rabbi Shimon says, they, they died in Misa Mishuna. Other people say that uh, their tongue came to their belly and there was like worms crawling uh, from their tongue to their belly and like a, a Ferris wheel. Rabbi says there was a chasadah that this it was like a, a choking death. Now, once they came, uh, once all the Eden passed the Yarden, uh, so all the water went back. The Gemara says that um, the Kayin, it teaches us that the Kayin basically didn't really travel anywhere. They stayed in one place and they came back. And the Eden were on the other side of the Yarden. Uh, now, on this, Uzi got punished because it says, and, and Uzi touched the Oren. So the Hebrew said, the Oren carry the people of, of, from the Yarden. You think it can't carry itself. So Hashem got upset at Uzi and he, and he So it's a machleka. Some people said either uh, because he touched the Oren or because he made a srachov over there. He went to the bathroom there. Then it says that he died. So the Gemara says that what does it mean? that Uzi died, he went to Elam Habo. Now, David, so it says that he, what does that mean? That he, his face turned to colors. So where it says, every time it says Vayichar, means colors? No, because it says Af. Here it doesn't say Af. Darashava, why was David punished? Because he called Teira, which was very difficult, songs. Like it says, Hashem says, which says it's so difficult to learn, you're calling it Zmiris, I'm going to make you stumble, even on halacha, that a kid knows that you're not, that you're not allowed to put the Aaron on a wagon. <coughs> Aaron has to be carried by the Bnei Kahas. Then it says, So the Gemara says, just because they gazed at the Aaron, that's why Hashem hit them. So he says, Either that they didn't give proper respect, or they were saying derogatory things. They were saying, "Oh, the, you know, this angry Aaron, who would, who upset you that you went into captivity, and who's going to come and, and, and appease you?" Now, then the Basik says in regards to the punishment of the people in Beis Shemesh, Ayach Ba'om Shivim Ish, that uh, it was seventy men, seventy-five thousand, which was Shivim um, Ish, which was fifty thousand. Ish, so when it says, one person says it was either 70 men and each one was like Hamishim, or there was Hamishim, 50,000, each one was um, com- compared to like 70. And then it says about by Dovra Melech, when he went to Yushalayim, and he gave a shirt and Marie. So, and then the Pasuk says, Shiva Parim Shiva Elim. So Papa says every step he would offer a Shreinam Marie, and every six by six he would offer seven Parim Sheva Elim. So Chista says if so, then, then every single, the whole Yerushalayim will be full of bummus. Because every Shreinam has to make another Mizbeach. So Rav Chista says every, I'll call Sheish Vesheish Psiris, Shreinam Marie, and every six star, six Psiris, was seven Parim uh, Sheva Elim. Now then we said it says Kidoin, and then it says Great Novin. In the beginning, when the Aaron was brought there, it was like a kidain. In other words, it caused death. And it was like a place of bracha. Now, then we said that it comes out that there was three, three uh, stones. 
one Maish Rabbeinu placed by Hermayev, one was uh, Yeshua, and one was um, Yeshua and Gilgal. Tara Banan, Ketzat Kos Yisosa Tera, how did the Yidin write the Tera on the Mizbeach Bahar Evil? So Rabbi Yudha says it was on top of the stones, and, and so other people say it was on top of the seed. Um, so Rav Shimon, so Rav Shimon, according to you, how did the Goyim learn it if they uh, if it was covered with plaster? So so Rav Yudha says that he gave them an extra um, understanding, and that they should peel off the stones and carry it. And for this, uh, they got punished because they should have learned Torah and they didn't learn Torah. Shimon says, "Al Sid Kasu." They wrote it on Sid, and they wrote on the bottom, "Lamana Shilo Yilamdu Eschal Masid Kichel." Teaches us that if they would have done tshuva, they would have been accepted to live in Eretz Yisrael. Shilo says, "What's the reason of Shimon?" Because it says, "Vahayu Amim Misrafi Sid," which means "Al Iske Sid." So, Friday Gemara, according to Yehuda, what does he do with this pasuk? He says, "No, he's telling us that just like Sid has no no takana, but just to burn it, so to the guy you have to burn it." Then the Gemara says, according to which. Brisa, when the Brisa says, the Pasuk says, Now, Shavisa Shivya, the Chayr is extra words. So it's, which comes to include Knanim uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael, that if they do Tshuva, we accept them. Who does that go like? It must be the Pasuk says, It must be like Rip Shimon. Okay, tomorrow we'll learn, Mr. Shemlam, Revova, Ahmed, Aleph, and Beis. Dum 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 d